الثاني عشر عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حسن إسلام المرء ترك ما لا يعنيه حديث حسن رواه الترمذي وغيره بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم says من حسن إسلام المرء The best part of a person or one part of a person being a good Muslim تركه ما لا يعنيه is that he should live alone or let alone things which do not concern him. Min husni islami al-mar'i part of being a good Muslim tarkuhu ma la ya'nihi is that a person should live alone things which do not concern him. The phrasing at the beginning of the hadith being a good Muslim indicates that Although we are all Muslims, our Islam is different from person to person. Some Muslims are good Muslims, and other Muslims may not be very good Muslims. And some Muslims may be bad Muslims. That's why the Messenger uses the phrase, Husni Islam al Mar'i, for you to have good Islam. Not just Islam. We are Muslims, alhamdulillah, but we strive every day to be good Muslims, not just Muslims. Tarkuhu ma la ya'nihi is that he should live alone things which do not concern him. There are certain things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do. And there are certain things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to stay away from. Tark means to leave something alone. How can Tark not doing default make someone a good Muslim? Because like I explained in an earlier hadith, Islam is not just about doing. Islam is a combination of doing and not doing. It's a combination of two things. We are commanded to do certain things and commanded to stay away from certain things. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith, لا يزني الزاني حين يزني وهو مؤمن A person who makes zina is not a believer at the time that he makes zina. وَلَا يَسْرِقُ السَّارِقُ حِينَ يَسْرِقُ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنُ And a person who steals is not a Muslim, rather, is not a mu'min, is not a believer at the time that he steals. وَلَا يَشْرَبُ الْخَمْرَ حِينَ يَشْرَبُهُ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنُ And the person who drinks beer is not a mu'min at the time that he drinks beer. He only becomes a mu'min 
when he stays away from zina. Staying away from zina is not an action. Staying away from adultery and fornication is a default. Not doing anything. It's not an action. But the default makes you a good Muslim. You didn't do anything. You simply stayed away from something. And that makes you a good Muslim. وَلَا يَسْرِقُ حِينَ وَهُوَ And a person who steals is not a mu'min. He is not a believer at the time he steals. When does he become a believer? He becomes a believer when he stays away from stealing. He becomes a believer by not doing. He didn't do anything. He simply stayed away from stealing. And that made him a believer. Then he says, وَلَا يَشْرَبُ الْخَمْرَ حِينَ يَشْرَبُهُ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ And when he drinks beer, he is not a mu'min. His iman is incomplete. But he becomes a mu'min when he does not drink. Not drinking is not an action. It's tark, default. But that makes him a good Muslim. This hadith is the same. Tarkuhu ma la ya'nihi. You become a good Muslim, not by doing something, but by staying away from something. Staying away from what? Staying away from things which do not concern you. Ma la ya'nihi, what does not concern you? How do you know what concerns you and what does not concern you? Is it by choice? Do we simply choose what should concern us and what should not concern us? It's what concerns us according to Islam and what does not concern us according to Islam. According to Islam, Salah concerns you. According to Islam, prayer concerns you. According to Islam, charity concerns you. According to Islam, fasting concerns you. According to Islam, all the things that Allah has commanded concern you. Therefore, Allah wants to see you there because this concerns you. The things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not commanded you do not concern you. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want you to be involved. Has Allah commanded us to dance, for example? Allah did not command us to dance. Uh, I would advise Sheikh Sulaiman that today, inshallah, maybe you just, you just remove that altogether so that it does not disturb us every muhadara. Jazakallah khairan. Salah concerns us. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expects us to be there. All the acts of obedience which concern us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expects us to be there. Dancing which does not concern us, according to Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not expect us to be there. And all the other things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden, which do not concern us, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not expect us to be there. There are certain things, certain topics, which may not concern us. If I see a group of people talking about something, if they did not invite me, then it obviously means the issue does not concern me. If the issue concerned me, they would have given me an invitation to join them and discuss the issue. So they are discussing this issue and I start pretending to be walking about while my ears are wide open to what they are discussing in order to hear what they are saying. This is something which does not concern me. And I'm not supposed to be involved. My ears listen to things that concern me. If people decide this is not part of my business, I should not get involved. If someone decides to divorce his wife and marry another woman, how does that concern me? Or how does it concern my religion? Or how does it concern my family? He divorced, that's his wife. And he decided to marry another one, that's his choice. So this is something which doesn't concern me. Am I expected to talk about it? I'm not expected to talk about it. Why? Because if I want to be a good Muslim, I should leave alone things which do not concern me. And someone divorcing and marrying another woman is something which doesn't concern me because firstly, the woman is not my daughter. The woman he divorced is not my daughter. The woman he's marrying is not related to me. And the person is not my son. So I shouldn't be concerned. I should not involve myself. If someone decides he's going to take a third wife or a fourth wife, I, I don't think that's any of my business. It's none of my business. It doesn't concern my deen. It does not concern my dunya. The woman he wants to marry is not my, my daughter. And nothing is going to change in my house when he does that. Therefore, أَتْرُكْ I live alone. مَا لَا Something which does not concern me. Things which concern us, we decide to push them aside. <laughs> and we are busy pursuing things which do not concern us. That's why I said in the beginning, Salah concerns you. Prayer concerns you. We expect you to be there every time because this is something which concerns you. Then you find someone pursuing something which does not concern them and skipping something which concerns them. When there is something important that needs to be discussed in our community, something that has to do with the welfare of our mosque, or the welfare of our madrasa, the welfare of our children. Does that concern you? 
It does. Something that has to do with the welfare of this mosque, it concerns everyone. It concerns you, it concerns me. Something that has to do with the welfare of our children, that concerns you, it concerns me. Something that has to do with the welfare of Muslims at large, that concerns me. So when you call people to something which concerns them, you see them walking out. Because this does not concern me. Akhil Karim, let's sit down. We need to plan. This, this concerns us. This does not concern me. But when people sit outside and he's leaving, he's going out to go and sit with a group of people that want to talk about something which does not concern him. He leaves here something which concerns him and goes out to talk about something which does not concern him. To go and talk about people's wives, to go and talk about people's daughters, to go and talk about people's families, to go and fall into the A'raf, the owner of people. This is bad Islam. Very bad Islam. A good Muslim must identify what concerns him and make sure that he participates in what concerns him and leave alone what does not concern him. Min husni islam mar'i tarkuhu he should leave alone things which do not concern him. This includes speech. Speak only if what you are about to say concerns something that has to do with your welfare, the welfare of the Muslims, something which concerns you. If it doesn't concern you, don't say anything. Do not participate. Always remember your best Islam, tarkuka, is to leave alone ma la things that do not concern you. If, as Muslims, we recognized our responsibility, the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us, and the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade, and everyone minded their business, there would be no niza' in our communities. The hadith is a short hadith. Next hadith. السادس عشر عن أبي حمزة أنس ابن مالك رضي الله عنه خادم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه حتى حتى يحب لأخيه حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه رواه البخاري ومسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
Hadith number 13. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, La yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsihi. Whatever the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about iman, la yu'minu, he is not a believer. It means the thing that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is talking about is something which is haram. Muttafaqun alayhi, agreed upon as being haram. You remember the hadith I mentioned in the explanation of the first hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said one is not a believer when he commits adultery. Adultery then is haram. Then he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one is not a believer when he drinks beer. It means drinking beer then is haram. Then the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says, one is not a believer when he steals. It means stealing is haram. And here the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uses the same phrase, la yu'minu. He is not a believer. One of you is not a believer. Hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsihi. Until he loves for his brother, his Muslim brother. Ma yuhibbu li nafsihi, what he loves for himself. It means not doing that is haram. Because the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not use the phrase, la yu'minu, he is not a believer for something which is not haram. If he does not love for his brother what he loves for himself, then he is a transgressor. The brotherhood that we know, the true brotherhood, is the brotherhood of Islam. Because this brotherhood is never-ending brotherhood. We'll be brothers in the world, and also brothers in the hereafter. إِخْوَانًا وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍ إِخْوَانًا عَلَى سُرُرٍ مُتَقَابِلِينَ We're going to remove all that is found in their chests of envy for each other. إِخْوَانًا They will be brothers. عَلَى سُرُرٍ On beds. مُتَقَابِلِينَ Facing each other in paradise. So the brotherhood is in this world, and the brotherhood is also in the hereafter. But the blood brotherhood is a temporary brotherhood. It's a brotherhood that ends with your death. My brother is no longer my brother when I die. That relationship has come to an end. It's only a worldly relationship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَ There is no relationship between them on that day. This relationship is going to be cancelled. Your mother is your mother in the world. But when you die, that relationship comes to an end. It's the end. لَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ There is no relationship between them. يَوْمَ On that day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتَقَطَّعَتْ بِهِمُ الْأَسْبَابِ 
meaning there is, there is no helping each other, there's no relationship. The day when a man is going to run away from his brother, there is no more relationship. His mother and his father, no more relationship. So this relationship that we enjoy, the blood relationship, is a relationship only of the world. It is of value, but it's not of the same value as the relationship of Islam. The brotherhood of Deen. Because this is a brotherhood that will continue in the hereafter. We brothers in the world, and also brothers in the hereafter. إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً the believers are brothers. Concerning other forms of relationship, he says, The best of friends. On that day, they will be enemies of each other. Except those who fear Allah. Those will enjoy a friendship in the world and they will also enjoy a friendship in the hereafter. So this is an important relationship. A relationship that's more important than the worldly relationship, the brotherhood of the world, especially if there is no uh, Islam between the brothers. So one of you is not a believer. Hatta yuhibba li akhihi. Until he loves for his brother. Ma yuhibbu li nafsihi what he loves for himself. This doesn't mean everything you have, you should also give fellow Muslims. For example, I, I have 100 kwacha. So, la yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsihi. One of you is not a believer until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. Therefore, these hundred kwacha, I love it for myself. I'll give it to my brother because I want it for my brother. That's not the meaning of the hadith. Because if that were the meaning, then no one would have anything. Because everything we have would want to give it to our brother. Because the hadith says we should love for our brothers what we love for ourselves. The, the hadith talks about matters of the heart. Being happy that my brother should also have what I have. Not literally giving him what I have. But I would like him to also have what I have. For example, do you, do you love ilm? Do you like knowledge? So if you like knowledge, then you should wish that your brothers should also have that ilm. Because you know knowledge to be something good. So if you sit in the majlis, and you benefit from some ilm in the majlis, you should surely want that for your brother as well. You should want your brother to also get the same benefit if you love him. You will not be a true believer until you wish that for your brother as well. Do we all love salah? Is salah a good thing? Praying five times a day, is it a good thing? If it's a good thing, wish it for your brother. Wish it for him. In the same way that you love to pray five times a day, wish that for your brother as well. Some people pray five times a day, but they're selfish. They don't want others to also pray five times a day. They pray five times a day, but they want to be the only ones praying five times a day, not other people. 
When others also do it, they're not happy for them. They're disappointed for them. You should love for your brother what you love for yourself. You are learning Quran. You should love that for your brother as well. Some people want to learn Quran, but they don't want others to also learn. Selfishness. They want, to, they want people to point fingers at them and say he, he knows more than, more than the others. But the true love for your brother is that when you are learning, if, if you learn Juz Amma, you wish, you wish the same for him. He should also learn Juz Amma in the same way that you learn Juz Amma. This also applies to the things of the world. What you get, we're not saying if you build a house, then you should give him. Don't give him your house. But just, just wish him a house too. It's going to take nothing away from you. If you build a house and it's nice and it's beautiful and he also builds uh, a similar house, is, is yours going to come crashing down? Yours will remain, right? But why don't you want him to have? No, but very few people want that. Few people want to build a house and see someone build a house similar to, 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 to theirs. I know certain people... I knew someone who gave away his shoes because someone else bought similar shoes. Yeah, he goes to town, he buys a pair of shoes and they're nice. And then someone else sees the, the shoes and also buys similar shoes. Yeah, everything I do. He also wants to do it, I'll give mine away. He liked the shoes, but simply because this poor man also buys them, he doesn't want them anymore. No one should have them. Only I should have. It's a selfish mentality. Jealousy, hiqad, hasad is a result of not wanting for your brother what you want for yourself. That's why there is hasad, jealousy among ourselves. And the Messenger wasallam, said, Iyakum. Iyakum means beware. Watch out. Iyakum wal hasad. Beware of jealousy. Fa'inna al hasada. Because jealousy, ya'kulu al hasanat. It devours, eats up all your good deeds. Kama ta'kulu naru al hatab. In the same way that the fire devours the firewood. When you put firewood in the fire, what happens to the firewood? Yeah, it goes. Not so. If you practice jealousy, if you envy people, your good deeds will go away in the same way that wood disappears in fire. You may be a good man. You may pray five times a day. You may do many of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded. But if you have jealousy in your heart, those good deeds will go away because of the jealousy. It's the only reason that people practice black magic, witchcraft. You know there's nothing in witchcraft, there's nothing to gain. Witchcraft is zero, zero benefit. Witchcraft is about destroying things only. 
ويتعلمون منهما ما يفرقون به بين المرء وزوجه and they used to learn how to separate between a man and his wife you start wondering you spend time learning learning witchcraft how to separate between a man and his wife the question is after separating a man and his wife what do you benefit and it's not like the the one who separates them wants to marry the woman he he doesn't want to marry her what does he want he's simply jealous he's not happy that the marriage has taken place this is hasad and hiqd wala yu'minu ahadukum none of you is a believer hatta yuhibba li akhihi until he loves for his brother ma yuhibbu li nafsihi what he loves for himself after the other inshallah